With us today are the guys from Winnipeg, a new band that we're just getting acquainted with right now called The Revival. Welcome to the White House of Rock. Thank you. We're Thank happy you very to be Enjoying your time here. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's fun. I love it when people come and visit us because we get to hang out a little bit. We get to hear you guys play your music here for us, and there's nothing... Well, there's nothing like jamming in the in the basement here, so yeah, I'm gonna I, I'm going to take you for a little tour of the haunted house here and the tunnels and all yes. that kind of stuff. We're going to totally spook you out a little bit. But yes. Hey, I want you to Love tell me a little bit, you guys. You're from Winnipeg, mm-hmm. yep, and you come from a city with a grand tradition of uh, of of great Heartland rock and roll. Absolutely. Do you identify with that, or is like are we a total different thing? I think we definitely identify with that. We. Uh, We've even, just with the last few years, uh, our good friends, we have good friends called the McLean Brothers, and their their father uh, was um, Gary McLean of McLean and McLean, and uh, best friends of Burton Cummings. And, uh, oh, I know them very well. <laughs> for, the, for our listeners who don't know McLean and McLean, they were a, uh, uh, a music comedy duo that used to do the clubs, incredibly vulgar, mm-hmm. <laughs> banned in a lot of cities. They're from the East Coast, and I love them. I they they just are the most vulgar things in the world. They, I saw, I saw them open for Neil Young at Maple Leaf Gardens wow. when that. Uh, this tells you how old I am. <laughs> when the Rust Never Sleeps tour was out, and they came out just two guys in two stools and two microphones in front of fifteen thousand people, and had the whole place singing pubic hair. <laughs> Absolutely rocking. That's a good one. That's so, a one. so I'm sorry. I, I let's go back oh, to the, let's go back to the McLeans. Um, so, I mean, just just getting to know the whole scene in Winnipeg. it's yeah. it's pretty amazing. Uh, it's it's definitely connected. Once you get into the scene, it's you know everybody. It's almost like that next generation of rockers. Yeah. yeah, seems like it's interesting. I think for those of you who don't know, you know, Winnipeg is the place where the Guess Who, Neil Young. Uh, and it goes through the Watchmen and uh, a whole new generation of bands. Um, what's happening in the Winnipeg music scene these days? Tell me. There's a lot of indie music. Yeah. Uh, indie rock. That's big. It's it's kind of like indie rock country. So it's big. Yeah. Okay. That's it's kind of big it. in Winnipeg yeah. right now. Yeah, there's some little bit of bluegrass roots. Like, I'm noticing there is a growing country scene of all things. Yeah. And, and then, then we've got boys, right? a, quite a big metal scene going on there. Is that right, eh? Yeah, it's, always it's, 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 it, it's a quiet metal scene. They keep to themselves. Are they redefining it, or are they are they just retreading a lot of stuff? I, def- I definitely think it's retreading. Okay. Um, yeah. But it's uh, it's interesting, because you kind of forget about it, and then you oh, wow, there's a really big metal scene here. Wow. Like we went, uh, we went to go pick up our equipment from a, a, a gig that we played. There's a, the, a place called the Pyramid. That's basically our second home. Okay. Uh, and it's a it's a pretty big venue in, in Winnipeg. Um, we went to go pick up our stuff, and uh, at 7 p.m., there was a wall of drum set, a, a, a complete <laughs> wall of drum sets, about six six drum sets, and our all our equipment was behind it, and we couldn't we couldn't get to it. <laughs> the place was already packed. Yeah. 7 All PM these metal show. waiting for these metal bands to go on. I couldn't believe it. We can't pack the place at 7 p.m. <laughs> it would be, be very difficult. It's impossible. All, our, all our fans come at like 11, 12, like last minute. Late so. nighters. Yeah, really Tell me something. It's a it's a different part of Canada for a lot of us here in Ontario. It, what's what's the live music scene out, like out west? Incredible. We it are is, very yeah. happy to be part of it. We think I, a lot of people have this theory that because it's so cold, yep. we're kind of stuck to go inside. So. People spend a lot of time on their art and things like that and making music. 
painting. It's got a ton of, it's got a very large art scene, like I was saying, and I would attribute a lot of it to the cold. It's interesting when you hear people talk about the grunge scene from the 90s. They think the same thing. It was the rain and the dampness which drove us in so, inside and made our music sound so miserable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you guys don't sound miserable at all in spite of the cold. Winnipeg is always just optimistic, I find. We're just waiting for the summer. We're just all waiting the for the summer all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Now's our time to shine. And Please. the mosquitoes. Hopefully yeah, we get three yeah. months this year is what we're thinking. You just, yeah. just you gotta give her, eh? Exactly. It's, uh, one thing about Winnipeg that's really interesting is how many people actually support the local acts. Yeah, it's it's actually really uh, breathtaking. It's 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 a beautiful thing. And I find the music scene's very intertwined. Some some guys will be in like three, four, five bands. Some some of the metal bands, some of the folk country bands. It's pretty incredible. And Winnipeg's the kind of place where you play a show. Something happens to you, something happens to your amp, or you lose a patch cord. Someone else in another band in a second. Like you don't even have to, you don't have to beg them or even buy a beer for them. They'll just be like, "Oh yeah, I use my amp." Like, so your community. It's very community yeah, it's based. A definite community. But but it's not it's not just like small time too. It's like there's a lot of people that do go to shows. Like Kevin was saying. Yeah. It's like there's a big scene. It's pretty. It's very incredible, actually. And the support and people are just so nice. Wow. Wow. I I, now I want to go. It's, yeah, oh, it's now I want to go. Coming in summer. Our summers are Unreal. awesome. Yeah. I have family out in Kenora. Oh, yeah. There you and go, so, two hours so, away. So I'm two hours away. Oh, come come on a Tuesday. There's this place called The Cavern. Only place in the world you can go to on a Tuesday that's unbelievably packed and to the the best funk cover bands ever. Like, Is that right, eh? Yeah, it's amazing. Like, it's a very cool city for that. Do they do Brick House by the Commodores? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> do anything from Bruno Mars' new song to that. Well, listen, let's talk about you guys, the revival. Uh, first thing, you know, we haven't done this. Uh, how's about some introductions? Oh, uh, my name's Jay. I play the bass guitar and keyboards. This is Scott Beatty. Let him say He it. plays the drums. Oh, I'm Scott. <laughs> and I'm Kevin, and I, I sing and I play rhythm guitar. Our lead guitarist, Eric, couldn't be here. He's got a private jet flying out uh, tomorrow. So You know, that, that's the type of stuff that breaks up bands, right? The lead guitar player who has his own plane. What's, what's his deal? Why isn't he here? Why has he got a private plane? <laughs> oh, he's had to take care of business yeah. in Belize. In <laughs> Belize. <laughs> he's one of those like squirrel guys that he normally... Jumps out of a plane in that squirrel suit, the flying, flying squirrel, squirrel suit, suit, and then lands on stage and plays with us. And we just, He's sponsored. We by have Red to Bull roll with that and Monster <laughs> Energy. Have you ever seen the movie Almost Famous? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm the lead favorites. singer, and you're the guitar player with what is it, Mystique or something like that? Or <laughs> that's a classic. One day I'm going to meet Eric. So uh, <laughs> let's let, let's let's uh, let's just talk about the basics here. How did you guys get together? How long you've been around? How did it start? You know. Well, it all it started before I came into the band. Before maybe. Scott too, even it started. Let's say about six years ago, it was um, myself, Alex Daniluk, the late and great Alex Daniluk, um, Eric Clefsted, and another Eric. Yeah. so many Eric's, and he was a different singer. But he, we were together for about two years, just more of like a jam, psychedelic blues rock band, like just whatever. Okay, you know, getting baked and playing all that jazz is a lot of mini bands start off in their early years. Yep. And so then we went to um, Eric wanted to go to school in Ontario, so he ended up leaving us and literally replaced himself with Kevin in like a week. I met him in a car. I never even saw his face, and then my other friend was like, "Hey, he's a lead singer. You can both are lead singers. Start talking." <laughs> really? So, so he introduced you to these guys, right? Yeah. And, wow. And I was just I was just going to hang out with him, get some get some dope. 
<laughs> and uh, I love I how this ex- band is all about getting hooked up. I just love it. <laughs> it's pretty funny. And then uh, you know we started talking, and and he's he said something along the lines of, "I'm quitting my band, uh, and we're looking for a new singer." And I said, "I'm looking for a new band because I, I'm sick and tired of looking for a bassist." So uh, I asked him what what those are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I asked him what, what kind of band it was. Oh, it's, it's like classic rock. It's all over the place, like punk and this and that. We play everything. I'm like, everything, eh? He's like, yeah, and we play it well. It's like, I'm in. <laughs> well, it's kind of interesting. So, you know, when a band's getting together, it's, it's you know, personalities are a real big part of it it working well. It's got to be a little bit more than just the music that we kind of identify. We kind of like something common that we kind of, we all kind of love and we can kind of groove on. But what was it like stepping into something that guys are kind of already hanging out, getting high together, and I'm an outsider. Did you guys get on okay? Or? It, was, I, it was immediate. Immediate brotherhood. Is that like, right? Yeah. Immediate. Uh, just I just felt I felt like I was at home. I felt like this, these are the guys, and uh, they weren't like fully experienced. Like I had, I've been, I'd been in many bands before that, and uh, I just I saw it. I saw it. Saw it in them, and and I stuck with them, and I quit the other band. And all right, so let's talk about your first rehearsal. What was the first thing you guys played? What was the starting point? First rehearsal, we we had the uh, previous singing there as well. Yeah, we went through every single song we played, just showed them. Okay. Kind of what we do. So we all parted ways that day. And Kevin was very well, excited. Well, actually, before the end of the rehearsal, the very first song that I sung, because they wanted to get me on the vocals, yeah. they started playing a whole lot of love and Days and Confused. So exactly. we started Oh, just, oh, that's easy. Sure. You know. <laughs> and Smoke Two Joints, uh, 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 Sublime. So, uh, okay. so we played those three songs, and it was, boom, we had it. And... Uh, the next day, we had a practice without Eric. We didn't even tell him we were practicing. We kind of felt guilty, but we're like, well, yeah. this is, has, you know, it's going to happen. This is going to happen, We went over yeah. some songs, we're just like, whoa, this is unreal. Kevin's got an amazing voice, like, and we were just felt so tight immediately. And we went to the cavern, and there was a jam night. Like, this was the second day of knowing Kevin. And we went, and we played to a packed house, two, just two covers. Just, we did a whole lot of Love and Smokey Joints, and the place was going crazy, and we're like... We've been a band for a day. <laughs> it feels like <laughs> that's gotta that's gotta feel good. It, it yeah. already it was it's working already, and it was just and we haven't. And we back still play those since, songs, honestly. That's... I I gotta ask you because you have a, such a distinctive voice and all the rest. Uh, who um, who did you who do you listen to? Who did you kind of? Uh, uh, well, I listen to a lot of classic rock. Obviously, yeah. uh, Robert Plant is my idol. Yeah, <laughs> you remind me of Steve Marriott of Humble Pie. Okay. Yeah, no, no, he doesn't know who it is, yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he was oh, yeah. a really is a higher register, but there's soul in there, you know what I mean? And then you can hear it in guys like Chris Robinson of the Black Crows and and, yeah. and, and many other guys like that. But I hear so many different people say so many different things about him. I've heard Getty Lee, Shanhoon of um, Blind Melon. We've even heard Michael Jackson. <laughs> Jackson. No, I, I I I get I get the Robert Plant reference and in, in all that, but it's really the soul part of the, your voice that I can hear to hear, and you hear it in Shannon Hoon as well too. Yeah. You know, but uh, so uh, you're a band, and and in how do you? When did you say like six years ago? Six years ago, but then Kevin joined about just over four years ago. We'll say something like that. No. Four or five years? Five years. Five years. I'm bad with time. It's hard. <laughs> it's been a long road. Do, do you, <laughs> it all kind of blurs together. Do you, uh, do you think, tell me how you're different from the band that you were four years ago to the band you are today. Okay. Um, I think uh, 
back then we didn't we didn't even know what to wear. I mean, this is like I, I'm I'm attributing our clothes to how we are as as a band. We wore the wackiest stuff. I think Jay had zebra pants and a zebra. Uh, headband on at, at one point when we first started out and now you know we're nicely dressed we're done up but we still rock out like we used to you know we still have those roots and we still stay true to them yeah and but, we've uh, experienced a ton of changes over the last couple of years for one like it's been a very changing music scene and it's like adapt or die kind of thing right and so we've yeah. always like we're into new music like who knows there's a lot of electron music coming out and we've tried merging rock with that yep. so we have some songs that kind of like have a nice mixture of those two elements like organic and new and um so we've changed our sound over the years like in that kind of way and then we were set we recorded an album and we did some pre-production in april of 2012 13 sorry and like we like i said we've changed we've had a different drummer i said like the late alex d he was um, a friend of ours, like my best friend. I grew up with him and played in bands since we were like 14 years old together. Yeah. Punk rock bands and all that. And um, anyways, and after we finished pre-production for this album that we're, we are sitting on, um, he actually passed away jogging. He had a con- heart condition called Wolf Parkinson's White. Jeez. Died at the age of 22 in Vinmerich Park in Winnipeg. We had lived together for about two and a half years and like just grown and exploded. Like We used to have huge parties that people would come to from all over Winnipeg and we'd jam in the basement it was just big dance parties and rock outs and it was a really crazy thing and then Alex died and it was just this unbelievable shock like we ended up playing a few songs at his funeral like we were close with his family like I was his best friend like I said his eulogy it was very emotional time wow. and it was unreal we were very very blessed that we got to do the pre-production for these songs right before he died so then we went in the studio a couple months after, like totally lost. Like, what do we do? Like, we had, we had his drum teacher fill in, and he actually recorded half or six of the songs that would be on the album in the studio in the studio with us. And then we, we Scott approached us one day and asked to try out, and we just yeah. li- I remember we played Black Dog by Zeppelin. I remember him hitting the kick drum and just being like, whoa, yeah, he's got power. Like, This is what we were looking for. Because it, it was a very frustrating time trying to try out drummers because Alex was phenomenal. Like, was, These were big, big shoes to fill. Yeah, The guy was experimenting with the sampling pads and playing drums at the same time. Like, yeah. Things that were really new. And um, then Scott came along and just brought it. Like, Unbelievable. Like, you couldn't could have done better. Couldn't have found better. Yeah, and I had known Alex through our drum teacher who played on the album. So that was, he was... Uh, my vehicle uh, to getting to know these guys as well. So I had a a band that had opened for these guys a few years earlier, and then after he passed away and after my teacher started playing with these guys, my teacher would always say, hey, these guys really know what they're doing. They know more about music than a lot of the other 50-year-olds that he was playing with in cover bands. So, yeah, so it kind of turned me on to... Idea and we wrote a few more guys. songs with Scott, and we've recorded those as well. So the album will have Alex, Kevin Radomski, and Scott. Wow. So that's it's kind of a trifecta of drummers. Wow, that's fantastic. And one more piece of information. Alex was actually the last founding member of the band. Okay. So all the members have eventually changed, but uh, this is the revival. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And we are not going anywhere. Well, so we've been through the back end. <laughs> we've been through the hell and back, but we still Sometimes stand. Sometimes you, if you go to hell and back and you're still here, that means 
Well, I hate to say it. it sounds corny. It's meant to be, you know. That's what we always said. Uh, the band's called The Revival. Has uh, that changed meaning for you guys since you picked that name? Absolutely. It's scary. Some of the songs <laughs> we have to what's happened, like it's like we predicted it in some weird way. It was just really, I get shivers singing about it's it. Self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And then the name, yeah. Like, yeah. It's just so much meaning to it. Uh, okay, tell me about this new record. What's it called? When? And all that. Uh, we don't have a release date yet. We don't have a name for it. But right now we have a single called Tell Me What You Know About Love. And we've been uh, pushing that. We just started only about a month and a bit ago. Okay. So that's we're, there's that. And we're just waiting to release. Going to release a few more songs and then get a real date together. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Everything is kind of... This yeah. is kind of like the, this is kind of like the first thing, you know? For exactly. a single, come on and say hello to some people and the album and the tour. And, uh, you know, play yeah. until 1 o'clock in the morning. We'll come. Yeah, absolutely. that's great. <laughs> Real pleasure to meet you, everybody. The revival.